Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zeli Grubenstein, Zechert Tzadik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Episode 32, Chassidei Bells, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 3. Chobos HaVavos discusses the seven traits that Hashem has over all others whom we may think to rely on. This essay and the next will cover the last trait. Chobos HaVavos, Trait 7 of 7. Whatever happens in the world, Hashem made it happen at a time, place, and manner that He decides, and nothing can change that. Hashem has a monopoly of power and has no competition in the world. He set up and maintains the rules for how the world functions, and no one can change His will. Humans are limited by time, space, number, quality, etc. But no one can increase anything that Hashem decreed should be limited, or no one can take away that which He wants to give. No one can delay that which Hashem decreed should be delivered now. Ravasher. Tefillah. When we read these words, we must understand that of course one can dive into Hashem to make a change. What is being referred to here is that no one could overpower or outsmart Hashem. The only way to make any change is to go through Him. With Tefillah, you are going behind the scenes and changing the reason for the Gezera. This is an aspect of Ruchnius. Without prayer, you cannot change that which He decreed. He runs the whole show. Bell's Saga. There are so many stories of individuals and groups of Jews who were saved and nurtured only by the kindness of Hashem. The story of how Mir Yeshiva escaped the Holocaust via Shanghai is one such example. I want to share with you some interesting facts about the Belzer Hasidus that I feel show us how to see the Yad Hashem in action. Many of the segments of Hasidim have begun to speak Ivrit. This bothers me, as they should be speaking Yiddish, which is the same language as our grandparents. In Bells, they stay true to Yiddish, and even their Beis Yaakov teaches only in Yiddish. Bells was one of the largest Hasidus in Galicia. My Zeta was a Litvak from Pressburg, Hungary. Hungary was divided into two divisions, Oberland and Unterland. Oberland was closer to Germany and Davin Ashkenaz. They followed the customs of Hassam Sofer and Irloy. Hassam Sofer Paskin and three Chuvas, by the way, that you cannot change from Davin Ashkenaz to Svart. Unterland was Hasidish. My Zeta used to go to the Belzerov, the grandfather of the present one. The current Rebbe is the nephew of Rav Aaron of Bells. Rivarla was a Kadosh Venor, an amazingly holy man. He never slept 30 consecutive minutes. His Shamash had to wake him every 29 minutes so that he would not bring Ruach Tumah on himself. Rivarla was caught by the Nazis, and they gave him a job in a sewing factory. He had to cut off his beard and change his name so that he would not be recognized as the famous leader that he was. The Nazis had a list of all the Jewish leaders, as Hitler's advisors told him to destroy the leaders first. Ramosha Prager, the famous Holocaust historian, has a document that I saw that has a list of 12 wonder rabbiners great supreme rabbis, whom Hitler was going to get hold of. His plan was to kill those great leaders first in order to subdue the Jews. All 12 of them escaped. They included the Imre Emes of Gore, see the book Neis Hatzala Gore, the Belzer Rebbe, the Satmar Rebbe, and some Litvish leaders as well. The Hasidim used all of their power and money to get the Belzer Rebbe out of Germany, but he refused to leave without Matala, his younger brother. With much effort, they were finally able to get him out as well. He was a kid brother, and no one really understood why the Rebbe risked his life to ensure that Matala should come with him. Rav Arla had no children. His brother, Rav Matala, got married and had a son named Beryl, who is now the present Rebbe. He would carry on the Belzer dynasty. I remember when Rav Beryl, the current Rebbe, was a young bucher. His father passed away, and he was called the Yanuka, child of Bells, because he was so young and was raised by the Hasidim, who primed him to become their Rebbe. 
At that time, Bells had only a few dozen close families. I was in Panovich Yeshiva when Ribeiro got married. I was in Panovich Yeshiva when Ribeiro got married to the daughter of the Vizhnitzer Rebbe, whom at the time was the wedding of the century. The whole world went to that wedding, except for a few who stayed in the Mesmerish. I wanted to go, but I was friends with Masmidim and Panovich, so I was too embarrassed to leave. I stayed and learned and felt the tremendous surge in my growth through that choice. Little by little, the Hasidim built a base medrash for a barrel in Yerushalayim. It was called Agripas, right near Shuk Machna Yehuda. They respected a barrel, but no one compared to Ravarla, who was a malach. Ravarla's father, Rav Sar Shulam, was the rebbe before Ravarla. He was a big man. He ate, he slept, he drank, and he was known to have a very warm and humorous personality. They once asked Ravarla why he wasn't like his father. Your father didn't practice the precious that you have taken on. Ravarla, shaking, gave a classical answer. Who can compare to him? He was an angel and was able to eat, drink, and sleep. I'm not on his great level. I add to this that we find that after the Nazar is purified, it says, Afterwards, the Nazar can drink wine. By Midbar 620. What is this all about? I believe the lesson is that now that he went through the process of being a Nazar, he knows how to control his desires and can drink safely and in moderation. By the Hasidim, if they have the advent of a Yanuka, a young budding Rebbe being primed, there is an altar Gabbai, a senior sexton, who tells him how the altar Rebbe behaved, and he must follow suit. In this case, the Belzer Rebbe took matters into his own hands from a young age. He began to draw his Hasidim close and to get to know each family, their names, their professions, and help them with their needs. He built a cheder and a yeshiva. He showed himself to be an unbelievable Rebbe with great care for each individual Hasid. He had no children for the first 11 years after his marriage. There was a Heliga Rebbe named the Rimnitzer Rebbe who had lived in Russia for 70 years and would break the ice in Russia to go to the mikvah every morning. He was a frail man who looked like you could just blow him over, but he was an ish kadosh, a great, great man. His previous shamish was a man whose last name was Bosch. He moved to Eretzisrael and founded the B&D product line. Rav Bosch lived in Panama Eros 5 on the third floor. The Rimnitzer Rebbe came to stay by him. Every night that the Rimnitzer Rebbe was in town, the Belzer Rebbe would visit him and beg him for a brucha for children but he would return empty-handed and crying. This went on for multiple nights. One night, he walked out beaming, and nine months later, he had a boy, his only child. The Belzer Rebbe bought the property where the current Kiryat Bells is located. He was a visionary who worked tirelessly to build Torah and his Chassidus. There are eight Batimidrashim on one floor and 10 downstairs. There are Minyanim held in that building from Nates until midnight and even later. There's learning taking place there 24 hours a day. The Rebbe built up a Hasidus of 5,000 plus families. The main base Medrash has 3,000 seats. He accomplished this with the great leadership qualities that he possesses, one focused on generating love towards every Yid. Hasidim understand that, of course, holier Rebbes have existed, but the Rebbe's kindness, care, and devotion to them is unparalleled. He is their manhig, their leader. He loves them, and they love him. They have a rapport among them that is unique and does not exist elsewhere. It's hard not to see the Yad Hashem when you look at how Bell survived the Holocaust and replanted its roots in Yerushalayim where they have grown and thrived in their service of Hashem. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tochen to life, based on Mishurim, or Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.